You bought by the case? I had, no, I wish. We had, when we skipped a week, and so I just like had it in my fridge. I was like, well, these aren't going to drink themselves. So should we talk about what we're drinking? It's fucking delicious. We've, uh, yeah, we've, yeah, we've mentioned Yeah, this is the one these. that she like wouldn't let us have last time that she gave no, us. No, I had two of those. So I, Oh, yeah, was, that's right. Was, yeah. I just didn't want the calories. Yeah. But today, I have no choice. Yeah, these are these it's Choco Chiller Bus Balls. Yeah, oh, my God. My yeah. In fact, I should probably. Oh, I said I wanted to get hammered. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. So we got Buzz Balls Buzz Chillers. Balls. Oh, was this the one that, like, there was no elephants harmed yes, in the making? There's actually. Yeah. Like, there's an oh, elephant on open. it somewhere. I turn it. Cheers. Cheers. It's basically a chocolate style. Russian. Yeah, it is. Mm. I spilled the uh, uh, my hands all sticky I, now. I actually <laughs> thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to take a horse bath. <laughs> it's a horse bath, and I am one. And I already did that. I actually took a horse bath today in the shower. I always called it an Italian shower. That works. What would so what would we call uh, a Greek spritz? That's what it's, we'll call it for me. Uh, we're going to do the old six and one half dozen the other there. <laughs> yeah, you hate that term, I think, Rachel. Haven't you said that before? You hate the term six and one half dozen the other? Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. It's traditional. No, I think that like this is the second time I've ever heard that, oh. and I'm still very confused by what that means. It's the it, because it Everything's means like, the same. It's the same. Because like, yes, yeah. yes. Six, yeah, it's like I, those two I wouldn't terms. say I so much hate it as I so much don't, understand, don't understand it. it. It's not. It's yeah. It's nonsensical. It's like a, it's any, an old man turn. It's like any as the crow flies. Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, only learned that when I think I uh, watched um, Sons of Anarchy. Then really, don't think, scratch your butt with a broken bottle. <laughs> I don't think that's an actual, oh, it's not an actual thing. thing. <laughs> it seems like good advice to follow, though. I'm not familiar with the. With, it's I, a television I program. Guess I just made it up. Oh, Sons, Sons of, of Anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. got quite a cult following, doesn't it? Yeah, I've never. Yeah. I've never seen it, but it's a good show. It's a good show. It's over now, right? Yeah, it's been over for a while. There is a like a sequel to it um, for one of the rival gangs. I think it's called the Mayans. Not not about the it's ancient take, people. It takes place a long time ago. <laughs> it's yeah. a prequel. <laughs> Weirdly <laughs> sequel though. There was a motorcycle gang back in the early yeah. Aztec motorcycle gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mayan. Are those different? Yes. <laughs> Aztec and my, I thought you were. <laughs> I know. I like to, so Zach knows a lot about history, uh-huh. and it kind of just sets his hair on fire whenever I. Is that what happens to his hair? That's why he's bald. Is that why you're bald? Because he's worked with for, me for eight years. For you years. at home, I am uh, terminally bald. Terminally. <laughs> but on purpose. Do you, do you just mean like the end of you is bald, or like terminally as in? Oh. The ter- <laughs> the ter- I don't know. Baldest, baldest terminus is the. Is the species name? <laughs> my says <laughs> my wife also hates my historical correctingness. Mm. It annoys her. It's almost as bad as people who correct grammar. I do. I also. Do I do. That. I do that. Oh I, god! Yeah. Well, when you yeah. break your well, nails, it's badly. Yeah. Thanks for putting it in context. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. when you say it's just badly, you're like, oh, actually. It's <laughs> Actually, it's poorly. Yeah, but <laughs> but she did not break her nail poor. Well, I don't know. Did you also break your nail poorly? I she guess was trying to break the nail and it didn't break off cleanly. Then it would be that poorly. would be poorly. Yeah. Yes, I just it was painful. Painful. Uh, painfully. Painful. This was is it painfully broken. A painfully. horrible waste of time. <laughs> so I got. I have a good idea for a, a non-waste of time. How Introductions. About I tell you a joke that I made up. Oh, the other day. oh, we should I'm definitely ready. make this a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought of this the other day, and joke I joke of the week. Think yeah. it's pretty good. 
What did the safari guide say about the obsolete wildlife? So this is a joke for children. I, I feel like if you think about it, you could guess it. They're not here? Mm. I mean, I guess Let's that's say valid. It again. What did the safari guide say about the obsolete wildlife? Are you still thinking, Zach, or? I was I stopped thinking to engineer <laughs> for a second. So I went through. Should I just tell you then? <laughs> Wait, no, no. Oh, I went okay. through. They zebraed, they giraffed, they elephanted, elephanted, elephanted. Are you just naming all the animals? <laughs> yes, all the animals I know. The answer is, that's irrelevant. Uh, uh, okay, I don't feel like you fully made that up. Really? Yeah, because okay. that's a that, what? Uh, oh wait, no, that's elephants are irrelevant. Well, they snort t-shirts, shells, shells a shirt that says. Oh yeah. We'll see. I, uh, how would I know about a, a what snort snort t-shirt? t-shirt. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a difference between stealing jokes and thinking you made something up. Like I didn't steal it. I'm sure it's just not. I'm not no. saying not it's a when good the internet, joke. Not when the internet's concerned. Oh, I didn't man. look this up. Are you Did Carlos Mencia? Yeah. Her? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Carlos Mencia is a famous. I know joke who. I know who he <laughs> is. Stealer. Oh, I didn't know he stole yeah, jokes. Very famous joke. I love it. I think it's a good joke. I think it's, technically it's a pun. How high were you when you... I wasn't. Really? It was like a Saturday morning, oh, which I know man. doesn't mean anything for yeah. you. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Like, <laughs> You're like, yeah, so Saturday you morning. were pretty high. So, <laughs> you, mean, yes. you mean smoke immediately? You also had your like your, your catnip with the cats, too. Like you and your animals were high, right? No, that happens. I'll do that on a Saturday morning. Oh, I'll I make know. breakfast. Yeah, I'll I have, hit my pen, and the cats will look at me like, everybody getting high this morning. I was... Yeah, when I, like, I was house-sitting, and like it was a Saturday morning. And the cats were staring at me, and I sent him and Sass did a they, photo did of they, them. Did they, like, put their little paws no, together they and make, have. like, the They were just, like, symbol? staring at me. I'm like, they're about to eat me. And he's like, oh, no, no. They just know it's Saturday. It's time to get high. And I was like, oh, okay. That's amazing. If I must. And he's like, no, the catnip. And I was like, oh, okay. And you were like, if I must. Whatever. Grass is grass. This tastes like shit. Yeah. So, uh, to <laughs> just rolling in it. Like, <laughs> I'm not getting it, cats. <laughs> I just don't understand. This is not nearly as fun as you make it look. <laughs> so, uh, you know, to uh, steal your thunder, please another, do another joke from when I was seven. Okay. Why? Why did the horse kick the bucket? Why did the horse kick the bucket? Because it was there. There was no water in it. Oh yeah, yeah. My brother and I learned uh, what "kick the bucket" meant. The I'm not sure that's. Are you I'm not sure that's about? stealing my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's making my jokes no. sound better. Thank yeah. you, Rach. You gave hey, me thunder. I somehow made thunder louder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was good. That sounded really good in the can. You can insert real thunder, right? <laughs> All right. Should we do introductions? <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, this is a podcast. It's called Life Wine. It's a podcast about lifetime movies with wine, even though there's not a whole lot of wine here no, tonight. But it that's is okay. a Sunday night. It is a uh, it's a school night, so it's it's a loose term. Real quick, there is a full glass of whiskey and iced tea. Mm -hmm. There is canned. What is that? Merlot. 
Uh, that that oh, can spark shampoo. Oh, the oh, truly. Hers. Hers. Oh, that's spiked seltzer. Spiked seltzer. Yeah. And then we have can of champagne. Yeah, oh, and then yeah. Don't, don't forget the buzzer balls. The buzz, the buzz, buzz balls. balls. The buzz this, balls, sorry. This is drunk line. Well, I, so I got, oh, wait, so I, I'm Stephanie. We'll, we'll get the introductions out of the way. I'm Rachel. Hi. Um, Hi. No, I'm taking it. I feel like, <laughs> nice to meet you. I feel like, I, I know, like, yeah, I'm doing the, the seltzer tonight and the buzz balls as well. So I don't get hungover. Like ever, really? Oh my god! Really, I don't. And I'm, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Yeah. No. So that's why I can continually engage in really bad behavior and never suffer consequences. Well, that, so, so I'm really like <laughs> impressed because, like, actually, Ray and I had an argument as to whether he actually gets hangovers or not. Last he just night drinks because- through them. I think it's because I'm Greek and Irish and the adult child of alcoholics. Maybe there's just something genetic in me, but maybe I you're just like very rarely get hangovers. I was going to say born without a liver, but that really wouldn't help. No, that'd make it worse. worse, Maybe I have two livers. Instead of kidneys, I have two livers. And no kidneys. And no kidneys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Friday night, I I, I didn't even have that much. I went to to my karaoke jam. Kim was sitting at the bar, and and we were catching up. They're just, like, start pouring shots and, like, pouring me shots. And and then we're about 20 minutes in, and Kim's like, okay, I got to go check on my tables. (laughs) I was like, oh, so you are working tonight. I thought it was pretty funny. I just Holy wanna... shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Austin, baby. I just want to say, though, having recently been re-TAB certified, so recertified so I can serve alcohol, I was surprised to learn that it is actually not illegal to drink on the job. Oh. I always thought it was. Hmm. Um, it is not. I mean, if anybody knows differently, please correct me if I'm wrong, but from... <laughs> I am certified, and from what I remember, <laughs> getting that certification, it is not. Yeah. And so it is very illegal to be drunk on the job. Yeah. Um, but, yes, it's not illegal to drink, which surprised me and surprises all the um, customers I tell that to now. Well, and, and you know, it's funny because, like, in Austin, I've always noticed that the only people drunker than you are the bartenders. So I think in some places <laughs> it's a prerequisite. I, I, I'm sure it's very much happened, but... There's a good, vast portion of the last 15 years I don't remember. Same here. So very well could be that. uh, Yeah, but I've seen a lot of drunk bartenders. I usually feel fine the next day. Yeah. Uh, I I am. I I was dying. Oh my god! Saturday was a nightmare. So I'm very grateful for the um, for hangovers because I absolutely they help you curb the behavior. Yeah. Yeah, I can't curb the behavior because I never have. I did this weekend. Yeah, I, I was like, I would stop drinking if I felt like this every time I tried. My hangovers last days. Yeah. It Mine cur- too. It curbs my behavior. Not at all. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I, I It absolutely does mine because I would, if I could drink and be fine the next day, I would never not drink. I'd be drinking all the time. My therapist has told me I should never refer to myself as this, but I am... A functioning addict, mm. and she just doesn't want to recognize the unicorn when she <laughs> sees it. But what, like, why uh, is she? Why is she not want you to use that terminology? Does she it's just not think it's helpful? Or no, because she doesn't like the connotation I put on it. Yeah, it's like oh, just, okay. Just okay. She's okay. like, okay. when I call you a functioning addict, I mean you should go to meetings. And when you uh, say you're a functioning addict, you wear it as like a badge, badge of honor. Of honor. <laughs> it's like the opposite. It's like un-A-A. It's like Z-Z. Anna. That's how you pronounce it. Anna. Hello, I'm Zach. Anna. <laughs> Tonight's movie is Indiscretion. Uh, made in the year 2016. 
Stars Mira Sovino, Mira Mira Sorvino. So I, I'm sorry, I already have to interrupt you because okay. I did not realize. Used this, to it. Um, I did not realize this movie was actually made in 2016 mm-hmm. because, first of all, the quality of the music and the quality of the um, filming. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was like. You didn't think it looked modern? I was going to say, I really thought like it looked like it was shot in like the early 90s. Um, I mean, I knew the fashion was not of the early 90s yeah. and everything, but the quality of the music was worse at parts than uh, Death of a Cheerleader's music. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was we like... Should, we should watch that movie someday. Maybe we really should. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I just want to interject that right off the bat yeah. because when you said 2016, it jogged well, my memory of... I, I feel like it was. I feel like it was stylish. Um, you know, maybe the budget wasn't huge. Um, you know, I'm not saying like the quality was amazing, but I didn't. I feel like it didn't seem dated. I felt. I feel like hmm. it, it felt modern. But a lot of that also was maybe lower budget. I mean, they probably spent most of their money on Mira Servino and Carrie Elwes. Elwes is it Elwes or Elwes? Carrie Elwes. Carrie Elwes. I don't know. I don't know, but he plays an American in this film, and he has oh. the worst American accent ever. It's yeah, are you talking as, about uh, Wesley? Yeah, 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 yeah. He also he's in Liar Liar and, and the Saw films and the Saw films and well, he's, he really? plays in, Amer- he he was the, in first the first one. Oh, okay, and he played he's in the first one. He and but in I remember watching Liar Liar and hearing his American accent and just cringing because it's so bad. I again don't think where where's he from? He's English. He's, he's English. British. Oh. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So when he's Wesley, he's speaking. Like yeah. He yeah. Now speaks. that yeah. But uh, yeah, like when like there's points in this movie where he's yelling and he says daughter and it's like daughter. It's like he's choking on something. He is somehow a lower budget Guy Pierce. Yeah, somehow. Some, somehow. Who is Guy Pierce? Uh, he was in the Time Machine. Memento. Memento. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, that was so long ago. L.A. Confidential. Mm, yeah, he plays. Actually, he's really super fucking good in L.A. Confidential. He's good. Never mind. Yeah. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Back to the movie. Back to the movie. Movie directed by John Stewart. Wait for it. Muller, um, who was also one of the writers for the film. He hasn't done a whole lot. I looked at his IMDb. He, did he also this. has an H in John, so you couldn't confuse. Right, him he does. Anyway. Um, he uh, he made a movie before this in 2008 called Fling. Um, it's about an attractive young couple's open relationship is stretched to the breaking point when each partner finds themselves falling in love with other people. And then he also did a couple episodes of this TV show that I've never heard of called School Nurse. It's described as a family-friendly sitcom following Nurse Patty Patterson and the hilarious faculty and students of Millard Fillmore Elementary School. Look, I'm just going to say, just because you think you came up with a clever name for a character does not mean you need to write an entire show. I don't think it's real. I honestly think it's completely fake. You don't um, think that the show was ever made? I don't think it was ever made. I, there's nowhere you can watch it. Oh, really? There's no episodes outlined on it on IMDb. Hmm. The, the poster looks fake. I mean, I think <laughs> it's just like one of those things you write up. You're like, I need some creds. I need some IMDb creds. So, indiscretion. Here's my summary. When married psychiatrist and political wife and mother Veronica Simon has a brief but intense weekend fling with tortured artist Victor, she thinks she can easily call it off and return to her life afterwards. Fran Drescher forgotten. Uh, Transgression forgotten. (laughs) I was like, wait, Fran Drescher was in this? 
However, Victor's obsession with Veronica and her family is ravenous and ravenous and quick. Oh, buzz balls. How many buzz Ooh, balls have you had just tonight? The, just half of one here. Uh, transgression, forgotten and unknown. However, Victor's obsession with Veronica and family is ravenous and quickly becomes dangerous as he begins to insidiously insert himself into her life, <laughs> even threatening the chastity. It's. It's a good use of the word. It was a great. It was great alliteration. Thank you. I Sorry, tried. it made me really laugh out loud. I'm, obviously, I'm glad it made you LOL. Insidiously inserted. Victor's obsession with Veronica and her family is ravenous and quickly becomes dangerous as he begins to insidious. Ins, now I can't even say. It, I know it's a hard word. Insidiously insert himself into her life, even threatening the chastity of her naive and headstrong teenage daughter. What Veronica initially thought was just a harmless infatuation rapidly accelerates into a fight for the lives of herself and her family as we are all reminded of the oft-reiterated adage, don't let cray-cray in your vajayjay. If there's any drinking cues in this film, it's white privilege. There's, there's one part where they're talking about like, oh, when you get off work, we have a tennis date with... Charlotte and Ben or something like that. Well, I mean, to be fair, he is running for what governor of He's Louisiana? running for a senator. Senator. So he's a he's a city councilman. Yes. Um, yeah. He has been city councilman for 8 years. So so yeah, we we meet Veronica and her family. She's a child psychiatrist, uh daughter of a gas magnet, magnate, not a magnet. Uh, <laughs> This magnet and gas just keeps going towards it. They're just it. attracted to and each other. And she's like, Dad, the fumes, the fumes. <laughs> deplane, I, deplane. And I also was just super sexist there, assuming that the gas magnet was her father. Yes, it is. Mm. He also has a horse ranch. So she's, I didn't pick up ever that, now that you say that, I remember her father, but I didn't pick up that he was a... They mention it, okay, so one part where she's speaking to the media, they say it like mm. on the running headline below... Oh, it actually okay. says daughter of gas magnate. Not, not, not in the weird like sixty minutes style scenes that she keeps showing. Not in up the in. interviews, no. Okay. So yeah, so out the entire movie, there's these. Uh, the whole movie is told in flashback, and then we uh, it's interspersed with these scenes of where Veronica is uh, presumably in present day uh, being interviewed on like PBS. Um, so. Veronica has this family. She's very much her own person. She's got her own career, but she also staunchly supports her husband's political career and is very active in her teenage daughter's life. I think sometimes I just happen to block children out. Like, I have a children filter, so if, like, I see them in movies, I'm just like, just ignore that part because children. Okay. So her husband, Jake, played by Carrie Elwes, Elwes. Uh, he's running for the Louisiana Republican Senate seat, and he's currently a city councilman. Like, uh, like I said, he's been there for eight years. And so Lizzie uh, is their 16-year-old daughter. Um, she's, we see her rebelling a little with friends, but for the most part, she's a good girl. She has a good relationship with her folks, even though she is kind of trying to overextend her boundaries a bit as a child because she's feeling like you know we were all were like that at like 15 16 years old we like thought we were adults and wanted to be adult we see her like wanting to dress sexier than you know she's allowed to her parents like slut shame her and make her change her dress when they're going to this you know art <laughs> art fundraiser thing um so we learned that her husband jake there's these rumors that he maybe had an affair it comes up multiple times throughout the movie we never actually get an answer if it happened or not. Very ambiguous. Very ambiguous. He never I gets a I figured it must answer. have been Buttercup. <clears throat> Is, who's Buttercup? 
Oh, right. From, uh, yeah, from Princess Bride. So it's always dismissed as just a rumor, even by Veronica. Like, she clearly supports him. Um, you know, he comes across as this loving and loyal husband, but he's also a politician. So where does the act stop? Does it cross over into his married life or is he genuinely a good, albeit bland, husband? Um, clearly, they've been married many years and they've built this life together. But obviously, at this point in union, some of the passion, you know, starts to fizzle. And while that's normal, at what point is the desire left unattended long enough to cause one or more of the parties involved to seek attention outside the marriage? So I don't know. We never really know. It remains a question. But, I mean, we see a few scenes where Veronica is kind of trying to sex up her husband a bit. Um, there's a scene where she puts on a red teddy and just starts playing with his wiener while he's in bed. But Like a, like a cat with a sausage? <laughs> like a cat with a sausage. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then he gets a phone call, has to leave the room. Like, she's clearly a little frustrated, but I'm not seeing, like, a tremendous amount of reason for her to end up, spoiler alert, having this affair. You know, there's, there's really not a whole lot of setup there, I don't think, because she's always constantly coming across as supportive. Um, but, um, they, and they come across as this kind of united front uh, towards the media and, like, towards their constituents and that kind of thing. However, enter Victor. Victor is this artist who Veronica meets at this art fundraiser thing that she's there with Jake, her husband, and her daughter, uh, Libby. Libby? Lizzie. And Same thing. They're both short Same for thing. Elizabeth. So less than two minutes into the movie, we meet Victor. I think he looks like Charles Manson. Yeah. Well, so he, he plays Tex Watson in the new season of Mindhunter. Really? This guy, Chuck, I didn't even recognize Chuck him. Chuck Mallow. Uh, Ma- uh, Chris. Christopher Chuck. Backus. Yes, I was close. You were. <laughs> um, you combined Christopher and Backus and made it Chuck. Uh, but he plays Tex Watson in the new season of Mindhunter. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even recognize right. him. But I know what And he's. What if scene you look at his is. IMDb, he plays a lot of psychos. He's so good in Mindhunter. Yeah. He has a good psycho face. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess, I mean, I guess he is good in this. Um, I just don't think he's attractive. She, her eyes meet him from across the room, and she's just totally taken with him. There's a weird, like, kind of grunge. Another reason I thought that this movie was earlier, because because he did have a very, like, mid-90s grunge look, which, you know, while Kurt Cobain still had a head made very attractive, his looks, per se, as so much of his kind of um, aura or style. Like yeah. that's supposed to be very attractive. The, the I'm an artist. I don't give a fuck. I'm carefree. I'm an armchair intellectual meaning. Yeah. I'm not that bright, but I pretend it. I don't think he was, I don't think he was carefree though. Like he was very well, obviously tortured. But, yeah. But like, well, I, yeah. And, but, but he's not bound by the normal constraints oh, of yeah. society where as this was a very repressed woman, because as you said, they provided a, she provided a lot of support and an appearance of a united front with her husband who may or may not have cheated on her, who was not giving her the attention that uh, she deserved all in the name of something quote unquote greater whereas this guy was a true artist and he was un I mean unhinged but he was also he had no boundaries and I think that was more the appeal 
was that he was the opposite of everything she had in her life, mm-hmm. which was probably, to me, what I would perceive as the attraction. Well, and I think that mental illness, or at least instability, or instability. Either way, whatever, however you, whatever you want it. to call it, potato, potato. Um, <laughs> it, it very much comes across the instant you see him. And also, you're going into this movie knowing the story. You're knowing that oh, she has an affair with an artist and then regrets it because he's crazy. So you, but you, but he does portray <laughs> that. I think that, that actually was the slogan of the movie, it's, right? Yeah, that, that was the movie yeah. poster. Um, so yeah, I guess that's that's probably um, you know the attraction, and she's been she's been feeling a need to kind of act out and and release a bit right. so she can yeah. see that in him yeah i mean and we we see his these sculptures out of garbage he uses these recycled items like old car parts and when she says garbage she doesn't mean her own life mm-hmm. and electronic pieces and he says that way we show you can't appreciate what you have until it's gone and this is their first interaction she's looking at this sculpture that has like an ipad on it with his a woman's face on it, which turns out to be his mother. Yeah. And she has this kind of haunting. And it's not like a still photo. It's almost like a video. Yeah, a which, I mean, I feel like you, you see that a lot in, like, um, museums that hold exhibits of modern art. There's a lot of exhibits of modern art now is these kind of haunting motion images. Yeah. Um, flickering yeah kind of, of, yeah because that adds some kind of like yeah, element some of movement the, yeah but all over still i guess ultimately. it's supposed to add like layers of emotion which i mean it, it it does but i wouldn't say it's necessarily profound and i think that was another thing to me that demonstrated that she needs something else in her life is that because this guy who kind of had this trite approach to modern art that you know could be perceived as so deep if you weren't well experienced in something, she found really, really appealing. Oh, he has soul and depth and he's been through pain and he's, you know, so dimensional and, and I just found it. uh. Yeah, it was. And there's this weird, do you remember this part where, where they first meet Veronica and, and, and uh, Victor meet and they're standing around his sculpture and they're talking about, he's talking about what he put into it, what it means to yeah. him. And they're kind of doing this, he's kind of pursuing her. Like she's walking around the sculpture Ooh. and he's like kind of walking towards her. And then, you know, she keeps kind of, it's almost like, t- you know, two positives or two negatives of a magnet, kind of like unable a, a to gas connect. A gas magnet. <laughs> yeah. I did not notice it's that. That's perceptive. Weird, yeah, she. it's very odd because she clearly kind of enjoys the pursuit but also is avoiding it. Whoa, look at Stephanie finding metaphors yeah. and foreshadowing. It was, well, it also made me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> She's also married to the whitest man. Whitest man alive. Yeah. Alive. Who is also a senator. Not yet. Not yet. Root, well, but he's a city a councilman. Politician. Running Even for worse. Senator. In Louisiana. Louisiana. So, sure. Well, I mean, he's no Bobby Jindal. And what's what's interesting, though, about (laughs) Jake Who also, weirdly, was the whitest man in Louisiana. (laughs) It's true. Um, What's interesting about about Jake Simon is that he's a Republican. He's a Southern Republican who is for gun control. And is vocally uh, vocally for gun control. Yay, gun control. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, like it was—it's unheard of. Yeah, actually, you know, I didn't—I didn't really perceive that. I guess because I thought of it as New Orleans, and I know that um, bigger cities are going to have more. Uh, yeah, I think, and also thinking. just because 
I, I think I still look at the gun control thing with a logical mind. And I think New Orleans suffers from a lot of gun violence. So it wouldn't seem logically to me, yeah. it wouldn't seem out of the norm to be for gun control. But I, I, yeah, I didn't even think that he is somebody who's running for as a senator Republican. As a, in the deep South as a Republican. Yeah. And he was for gun control. Well, and that causes a lot of issues. He slips in the polls. Yeah. You know, is that because of his vocal stance on gun control? Right. control? Is it because of the rumors of his affair? Yeah. What is causing these slip in the polls, which causes him to reach out more to the governor for his support? Yes. That becomes a driving force for Jake. Um, and... Oh, that's why the governor always takes her dad's calls is because her dad was her dad is wealthy. friends with the government well yeah exactly her and her dad Wait, I, did he had an affair too with her dad it's <laughs> the weirdest wow. thing i have that's no a totally idea. different movie yeah i have no idea who you're asking who had an affair yeah the, the Carrie Elwes. Carrie Elwes. Oh, yeah. Well, Jake. there is, you, like Steph said, we never get a yes or no answer. Yes. Uh, and because it comes up a lot. I mean, it is the opening scene. Um, it comes up a lot. Yeah. A lot. I don't know. It's it's very hard. He's very hard to read because, like I said, we, we see them together at home together. And he does really seem like a genuine, loving husband. Like, but very I, I mean, bland. Like, I don't think he has the sex drive to have an affair, honestly. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's really super relevant to the movie or the point. But there are people who do have affairs and actually make them even more loving because they realize what they almost lost. Yeah. Um, which actually may be more relevant than I initially thought because I think that is what happens to her, that having this weekend fling right. with Victor makes her realize, like, yes, she has some needs that are not being fulfilled, but in comparison to what she already has, those needs are actually minimal. They were just an itch to scratch at the yeah. moment. She does it. And then, you know, she wants to go back to her yeah. normal life, she which is has, a very human thing to, to yeah. desire. She has the, her important needs are being met by Jake, you know, and like, her daughter and, and her daughter and, and, and her home and her career yeah. and her, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think this, you know, this sexual need is just fleeting and it was an itch. She had it scratched, you know, but sometimes those sexual needs lead yeah, to just, more itching. Just more, just yeah, it's true. Just infidelity, <laughs> just a scratch, just a itch that needed to be scratched. No big deal. She fucks somebody else, dude. Mm -hmm. It's fucked up. It no is. What. It is. It yeah. is. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're not I, excusing it. No, I will never. I am not an advocate for stepping outside of a relationship ever. I feel like if you step outside of a relationship, call it a day. Say hey, I've. I say call it a day before it I happens, mean, unless, but if it happens... Unless your relationship, obviously... I mean, everybody's relationship is different. If you have that openness, then yeah, I mean, it's fine. This podcast is not polyamorously shamed. If that's your thing, that's totally cool. Yeah. I don't like lying and deception. It's not right. the multiple partners or whatever. Just don't fucking lie to other people. Exactly. It's super... Horrible and rude. It's rude. It's so just rude. This movie's called Indiscretion. Yeah. I'm assuming they weren't discreet. Well, here's the deal. We're actually we're actually about to get to that part because I'm about to talk about the actual affair. Okay. And it's very, very blatant. So Jake and, and, and Lizzie go out of town. Veronica buys this piece. She buys that sculpture. Yeah. And so she goes to go pick it up and 
Jake goes out of town for some business trip and Lizzie's spending the weekend with some friends. So Veronica's on her own. We know what this is leading to. Um, and Victor, of course, is at the art gallery as she's picking up this piece. And then she fucking asks him out to dinner. Yeah, I like did not. Idiot. I, mm, mm, no, like that's because they already had that sexual chemistry. I wasn't nearly as perceptive as you were and they're cat, cat and mouse, mouse kind of yeah. chasing. But I, and I mean, I do get it. It's tempting, right? It's like being on a diet and then seeing like the world's most delectable piece of cake. It's hard. It looks to like let... Charles Manson. It's a Manson cake. <laughs> Manson cake. Mm. Mm, ooh, we ooh. should. Oh, when we do our cooking and politics podcast, well, that'll be our first thing. Manson cake. Here's Marlo with the Manson minute. Roof, roof. Nobody's going to understand that. No, nope, that's an inside <laughs> joke. Folks. Still funny. Still inside. Funny. I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm I'm cracking oh, up. Good. He's like, yeah, Aiden, you Aiden when you listen to this, you're going to laugh. Yeah. Woof, woof. <laughs> this has been the Marlowe Minute. <laughs> woof, woof. Pause, pause. Let's pause for the Marlowe Minute. Marlowe's a dog. Yeah. Just <laughs> if you didn't pick that up. If you didn't pick that up. She's also really into politics. He. Marlowe's a boy. Marlowe's a boy. Oh, I always thought that was a strap on. <laughs> Well, there you go, folks. You, you thought Marlo was another word for strap-on? No. <laughs> oh, this is like the worst game of telephone. Or, or an acronym? <laughs> no. Marlo has a dick. Pass it on. <laughs> no, Marlo is a, apparently a male dog. Um, did I say that correctly? A male? Yeah. Not, not male. Being from Oklahoma, you said it right. He doesn't deliver mail. Yeah. He has yeah, male like, genitalia. M-A-L-E. Or but at I least thought, the ghost I thought, like, God, I want Marlo to wear a mailman outfit for Christmas and be like, I'm a male. For Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I meant Hanukkah. No. Did you say I meant Hanukkah? Uh, no, I can't stop laughing. It makes me cough. I meant Hanukkah. God fuck. Hanukkah. Whatever. Some ho- some uh, some holiday that starts with an H where you dress, dress up, up, right? I mean, it's October. There's so many holidays to keep track of. Oktoberfest. Exactly. Inktober. My Shocktober. sister, her husband is like very German, and they go to all the Oktoberfests. And the entire family, including her sons, dress up in later hosen. <gasps> so yes, there is a dress up That's for adorable. every that is, that is, holiday that is in fair. October. All right, hosen for, for every for every holiday in October. The whole two Oktoberfest and Halloween. Hosen means or Hanukkah, depending right, on Hanukkah. your religion. Hosen means pants in German. This hosen. was your German lesson today. Ich bin ein. Berliner. Fro- I'm not. No, I'm not a jelly donut. Ich bin ein. What? what? Fra. Fra. You're not a jelly donut. That's what Ich bin ein Berliner means. Yeah, when Kennedy, oh, when Kennedy said, said that, that he, he said it wrong. Yeah. Wait, should no. have What? Yeah. Why did I That's not real. know all oh this stuff That's about history? That's more real than the CIA Holy and the shit. mob getting together right. and killing He's, him. Instead, of, he should have said Ich bin Berliner because saying that you're Berliner means you're. Somebody of Berlin. Yeah. But saying Ich bin ein Berliner, saying the article in front of it, means yeah. that you're a jelly donut. It's like saying I'm a Danish or whatever. I'm a Danish instead of I'm Danish. All right. This is going to be offline. We're going to have a deeper discussion on this. Okay. okay. So anyway, it back really, to the It movie. doesn't get any deeper than that. Well, <laughs> I'm just, I'm very disappointed that I did not know about this sooner. Yeah. That was oh. like, oh, really? I'm surprised because it's such a, just a well-known funny gaffe that people make fun of Kennedy for saying. 
For some reason, Eddie Izzard has a bit on it. I'm surprised oh, you didn't know Remember that. when I talked to Eddie Izzard? Yeah, about anthropology. Yeah, we and did. then my phone rang. <laughs> you fucking yeah. nerd. Yeah. Um, uh, he shushed someone to keep talking to me. Mm-hmm. Is that moonshine? Oh, it is. His moonshine kicks your ass. Uh, so anyway, yeah, yeah. Back to the movie. Back to the movie. So, right, so she invites him out to dinner, and there's this, this is where all the expository dialogue comes in. Um, we learn more about Veronica's history. Um, that isopropyl alcohol? That's what moonshine basically is. It's um, isopropyl alcohol? Pretty it's much. not. Pretty much. It's not. Um, so we learn about how Veronica originally wanted to get into politics, Holy but then she fuck. had a baby. I'm oh, good. Um <laughs> Uh, so then she had a baby, so she had to put her political career on hold. However, she had this, and still does, have this psychiatry practice. So she was able to maintain that while she was helping her husband with his political career. Um, you know, she she works with children mostly, and basically Charles Manson is a child. Um, and I know so, you're like, be annoyed at me for just mentioning this because I'm interrupting and it's not relevant to this part. But <laughs> <laughs> I just saw this and I can't let it go. Yeah. That's why you have notes. Uh, when we were talking about the whole scene, about when you were very perceptive and understood oh, the, the metaphor of the... Apparently, I just took him as a close talker. Because uh, I wrote, the artist is a close talker. Off, yeah. Yeah, because great episode of the Seinfeld. Yeah. The so, Seinfeld. Of the Seinfeld. That's but like saying like you're like an, a jelly donut. Close talker <laughs> is just a few steps away from sexual predator. That was also the very great episode of uh, Jerry's dad believing that the impressionist artists were just nearsighted, yeah. which also has made me laugh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a great show. It was mm-hmm. such a fucking fantastic show. There's nothing like it. Jerry Seinfeld, though. Stephanie, I have opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> they so this is where this is where I think the title of the film comes in because they go out to dinner. They have this candlelight dinner under a red light, which makes Manson look even more like Manson. They're you know talking about life, and he picks up a dinner knife and carves a swastika into his forehead. And <laughs> they go true story. They go bar hopping and dancing, and her cleavage is. Banging! I did not notice that. Oh, it's I noticed out. he was smoking though. And oh, I did God, not he's smoking. Care. I was like, that would be an instant turn off. Oh, so nothing gross. against people who smoke. I just don't want to hang out with you. They end up kissing on the dance floor. She's the wife of a city councilman who's running for senator, and she has no qualms. So also while they're at dinner, apparently. She says to him, "It's cool how your work affects people. You're a fucking." child psychiatrist i think your work is a bit more profound yeah in in it's uh it has a larger greater effect on people than i don't know strapping an ipad to trash well i think that in this scene we learn a, a lot more about why she has this affair because she i feel like she's saying that art is more of an instant has more of an instant effect on people in general therapy um, is a long-term game plan. That's, it takes okay, a while. That's fair. And it doesn't I mean, always I, work. I would think maybe you are correct, and that's like the the where we're going deeper on the character yeah. level is the that she may have been she's so worn out of their life, even though their both her and her husband's work greatly affects much a much larger and much more diverse population because yeah. obviously whoever's coming to see his art is also, like, already benefiting from 
white privilege. And so, you know, there are a lot of feelings about modern art, apparently, that I didn't know yeah. <laughs> um, until tonight. But yeah, I think maybe you're right, that it gives a deeper dive into the character and kind of it's refreshing to her. But you know what? This is, I think this is a great point of the movie where white privilege is such a thing that she's so impressed that he has like a unique oh, and refreshing you get outlook. dirty with garbage. Yeah. How attractive. Yeah. 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 Whereas she's like, oh, us, you know, I just, uh, I just save rich white people's children from whatever rich white people do to their kids. <laughs> and then, you know, her husband's a senator, which, like... Not yet. He's running for senator. Or, I'm sorry, not senator, but, but he's you, a politician. Do you get the sense that they probably got together, like, early in college? Yeah, of course, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they've been together both, a while. Both She's ambitious. been all about his fucking political career. I mean, I don't and know. And here's this person that's like 12 years younger than her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at least. Mira Savino looks good. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. But um, but yeah, he's obviously He's younger. obviously much And they talk right. about that. He's and like, I can't I talk to, to girls my age. Yeah. They yeah, haven't had me. sex in like 18 months? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. she, so yeah, when she's, she's having dinner with him, they do talk about well, he says that it's cool that her work directly affects people, but she says that she has always wished she could be more artistic. And he says it's more, it's more about living in the moment and letting yourself go. And she's always had this problem because she's, she's always had this duty. You yeah. know, she had a duty. She got pregnant at a young age. She had a duty to her husband. She had a duty to her career, which is, right. even though it's to herself, it's still yeah. ultimately benefiting her family. Right. And I, I also think... As a person who's gone to school a lot, uh, not that any of my knowledge... Rachel's a professional student. Not that any of my knowledge and I would ever demonstrate that. <laughs> Apparently, there's certain things you, they don't teach you in school. Um, I do think... Do what? Yeah, no, yeah definitely not <laughs> class. Um, schooling is so weird in the sense that I think there is a psychology where you become indebted to actually the school and your professor. Professors act like... Oh my God, you didn't do this homework. This is a personal affront. This is an assault on me and my character. And all of a sudden you feel, you feel guilty. You feel bad. And that is magnified by a thousand from what I understand when you're in med school, which is unfortunately why med students, they have a high rate of suicide. And so, yeah, that, that obviously, despite the fact that she is a successful woman and has a successful career, I mean, she's also a psychiatrist, which, like you said, is an ongoing, you know, when you're a general practitioner or an oncologist, usually your your um, time with a patient is still relatively small compared yeah. to, like, a psychiatrist. So, yeah. yeah. So she's got a lot of duty. She's putting a lot of time in over a long period of time. Right. With often difficult children. Right. Or difficult parents, problems. you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's it's a long-term thing, and it doesn't always work out. And I feel like, she, yeah, she sees this art, this art life, this art. It's just, it's, like, it's an It's a immediate. great release, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, uh, like you said, immediate. It has yeah. an immediate positive feedback. Which or she probably doesn't a whole lot of even. that, yeah. But at least yeah. it's feedback that's immediate. Yeah. 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 Um, so, they fuck. Um, (laughs) I thought they had already fucked before dinner. No, no, they just made out. No, no, no. They dinner was first, and then they they go dancing afterwards. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, we kind of we're kind of going back and forth. She meets him at the art thing. She's like, let's go to dinner. She picks up the piece that she bought 
bought from him. She was like, hey, this shitty pile of garbage. So she she instigated. She started this whole relationship. Her family goes out of town and she's on the prowl. She's got the weekend to herself. She's fucked up. Well, you know. Well, I mean, I think it's a very complex issue. I, I get your side. I totally understand. There is a lot to be said about loyalty when that is the foundation of your relationship is trust, loyalty. But... You know, there there are other parts of that foundation that have been eroding. So it's hard because, yeah, I think ultimately she's not in the right. But, you know, it's I also hard to not be a human. There's been some resentment growing that yeah. she's been kind of pushing away for a long time. Yeah. And I think I don't know it, what to it sacrifice. Is. I mean, she's yeah. been sacrificing her feelings for her husband. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. And to duty she, in general. Which I think is what you were speaking to when you said there's no, um, she hasn't had immediate feedback for a long time. Like she's been pushing down whatever and she she's not getting laid more. either, which yeah. is immediate, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think so, that's the impetus right there. And yeah. I think that it's built right there and we see it happen. And it just kind of explodes into this. She's she takes her outer blouse off and she's wearing like a you know a boob revealing thing and dancing. A boob revealing. I don't remember thing. what it was. <laughs> also, know, my favorite out. type of shirt. Yeah. I always go into every store and say, "Excuse me, excuse me, where are the boob Excuse revealing me, shirts? <laughs> Can I you show point me to the boob revealing section?" Um, so they yeah they go to his place and they bang, and he's taking Polaroids of her and stuff. Which actually, I have to say, I wrote ooh pictures. <laughs> foreshadowing actually not knowing that i was foreshadowing foreshadowing yeah in a different in a different yeah. way exactly because yeah there she, she's multiverse like multiverse foreshadowing yeah and yeah shadowing. like 12 rachels she, recursive rachels were foreshadowing that sounds terrible so yeah they, <laughs> they take the he takes these photos and she's like you're gonna have to she's like i'm gonna delete those later it's like he's like these are physical yeah, photos. Like they're, they're, <laughs> they're fucking Polaroids. They're, they're literally coming out of the camera, yeah. and she's like, "I'm going to delete those later." And he was like, "They're Polaroids." But they end up. They, he ends up, ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> he's very polite. Uh, he raises his hand. He, for she it. does delete them. She sets him on There's fire. There's like some weird, like romantic scene where he's both at, like, yeah, yeah, she's laying on her side and he's kind of laying over the top of her and she's melting them away in yeah, a candle which a candle. let's all admit polaroids melted in a candle would smell horrible i'm sure yeah but he had probably so much patchouli fucking burning oh in his god the, one of the worst smells ever yeah fucking hate patchouli um so sh this happens they don't exchange information she's like okay peace and out I'm going to go back to my life. My family's back in town in a couple days. I'm going to just kind of shake this off and move on. Um, but not so lucky. What's really, really weird is that she gets a phone call from him the next day. So this is a major red flag. It's not like it's the 80s where you can look somebody up in the phone book. It's her cell number. Even if you're listed, quote unquote, I don't think you can find people's cell numbers easily. I feel like taking Polaroids the first time you fuck someone <laughs> who weird. is married is yep. the red flag. That's why and I anything said, I mean, after that. That's why there I are wrote, many red flags ooh. up until this point. That is why I wrote, ooh, pictures yeah. foreshadowing. Because that's actually where I saw this movie going, is that he was going to start a blackmailing her with the photos. That's actually what I thought was going to happen. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's weird. Um, but then he, he takes what they 
shared at this dinner where she talks about, oh, I wish I could be more impulsive and live in the moment. And um, he said, hey, I want to show you something. And she's like, no, uh, first of all, how'd you get my number? But then she just kind of moves on to that. And she's like, I don't know. I, you know, I got to go back to my life and da 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 And he's like, no, remember, you said you want to live in the moment. And she thinks about it. He's like, just bring your camera. Meet me in my studio. I oh, show you right. I forgot about yeah. this whole scene. The crew den, which in New Orleans, basically, so a crew den is like, uh, what is it? Like a big uh, a warehouse where you hold, where they hold all the parade floats and stuff for all the, the you know, the parades, the, the Mardi Gras. Ma- Mardi Gras parades yeah. and whatnot. And first thing when they walk in, I'm like, well, they're going to fucking fuck on a float. Spoiler alert. They fuck on a float. Did they? Um, I don't remember they that. Do. Like, I'm looking over my notes. Well, I'm like you get a chance to fuck on a float, you fuck on a float. I guess. It's weird, though, because yeah. there's I mean, this I weird... I don't really care who it was. I'm like, here, there's a float, there's you, let's fuck. Like, yeah, that's my thing. There's this weird, though, in, like, kind of progression, though, before that, where she... They're walking through, and it's kind of like a little haunted house. There's kind of like a walkway, because there's a ton of Yeah, so stuff. I have a note on that. Yeah. Who the fuck lit all those candles? Oh, and yeah. who would light candles? It's a fire in a place? hazard. <laughs> a bunch of paper mache. Yeah, with a yeah. bunch of paper mache. Bad wax. Idea. It's like, New Orleans. Idea. Like I feel like you can go to any building and there's gonna be like fifteen candles, candles lit. lit. The yeah. ghost you know, got like, there before for sure. Him. Well, she like hides because at one point he's like, "Oh, where'd you go, Veronica?" And he starts to get upset, and she jumps out, and she's like, "Boo!" And he grabs her by he's the throat. Pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Pissed is not the right word. He tries to murder the bitch. Yeah. And he's and he, and she gets pissed off. He's like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" He well, said, "Sorry, he I reacted." Should. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I was playing a friendly joke on you and you just legit tried to murder me. Well, and this is the weird part is that there's this anger and she's like, "I'm leaving because you grabbed me by the throat when I was playing a joke." And he's like, "No, I'm sorry." And then they end up this fervor pitch and then they just bang. I don't remember the banging, which is weird. Um, <laughs> I like how you look at your notes when you say, that's I weird. Know, no, I usually notate banging. <laughs> yes, I do. No banging notated. Annotated bang. <laughs> um, AB for short. Uh, I mean, but I think, again, that shows her level of repression, right? Yeah. I'm just glad to fill anything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So they fucked twice now? This is the second time they fucked. Okay. In the float? No. No, no, no. no. They fucked at his place the night before with the Polaroids. And then, yeah. Yeah. The choke bang. Well, it's not a choke bang. It's a choke bang. I'm sure he probably choked her. Choke Choke bang bang at the crew den. (laughs) (laughs) So this is when Veronica's like, okay, my family's back in town tomorrow. I really need to stop fucking this guy. (laughs) So (laughs) if I had a quarter for every time. (laughs) You could do laundry. Um, (laughs) Only once, though. And I couldn't dry it. Only whites. I said only once, not only whites. So she wants to break it off. So she the relationship the relationship yeah not not his, his dick dick um, she, already, she, did she already did that she broke him off a she piece broke him on yeah um so she she sits him down he makes his candlelight dinner at his place and she's like okay this is okay this is weird so surprise it doesn't go well he drops the L word they've known each other for two days and he says but I love you. When she's trying to break up with him. Well, yeah. it's it's that it's that older lady sex. Yep. Oh, I know. She she turned him out. They have a smell. 
We do. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I was going with it. I mean, I haven't been down there in a while, but yeah, I'm pretty sure you I have a smell. On yourself? Or? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, Are you that flexible? <laughs> How much yoga do you do? None. Wow. Maybe that that's way. a secret. So she keeps trying to leave and it gets weird and he gets passionate and she's like, oh, I'm leaving. So she finally leaves. So oh, she leaving. She once again somehow thinks that she can return to her normal life, though, you know, he still has her number somehow. But, but, but to be fair, I mean, I think her take of, because there's millions of people across the planet right now who have... Billions. Yes, <laughs> but I wasn't talking about all of oh, them. Okay. Seven millions billion, of people yeah. across the planet probably have had affairs of recent times and have completely returned to their normal life. Right. Even after they yes. fucking so, wig out on them like that. I don't think it's, she thinks he'll just Yeah, get I don't over think it. it's completely out of the question to right. be like, okay, we had a fling. He got a little too wrapped up into it. He'll get over it. He's probably saying, yeah. Despite his Charles Manson look looks, <laughs> despite the swastika that he carved, yeah, that he carved in his head <laughs> on our first with date. a butter knife while I was watching, <laughs> and he never broke eye contact. I mean, that's normal, right? Sure, it's pretty sexy. He's intense. So he's like camping. He's camping because he's intense. He's he's a professional artist, which means he can't have a regular job. Like, that's a red flag within itself. Yeah. Like, obviously. Like a contractor. Yes. <laughs> that's so, an inside joke between them because they work together. Uh-huh. So, uh, the, uh, okay, so yeah, so so Jake, uh, during his, he's, he's on the road a lot, and he comes home, and he's like, look, I want us, in this horrible American accent, I want us to go on a family trip together when this election stuff's over. Um, you know, he buys a boat. Um, also, if you only have one child, isn't it like they're a third will, right? I wouldn't want to go. God, no. I, mean, that... I would agree. It's yeah. like, <laughs> get this thing a puppy or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God they don't have a puppy because you know the puppy would die. No. This is a movie that they would fucking kill the dog. They would kill the dog. And you know what? Because it needs an emotional no, response. No, the, 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 the boyfriend, the artist... Would definitely kill the dog. I think well, that's yeah. what she meant. Here's oh. right, and here's. I thought you meant they were so inattentive oh, to no, their no, no. dog, I meant, like I'm she's all wow, fucking Victor. some dude. Wow, you and are really, yeah. you really were like taking and that to another level. A quick word to all the movies that kill the dog. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I know you didn't. I know you, you didn't want. really kill the dog, but in Doesn't the world, matter. you fucking it hurt the dog. me. Go fuck yourself, Cape Fear. Okay. <gasps> yes. I don't remember that. In case it was it was a long time. Yeah, Spoil- me yeah. too. Me too. Spoiler alert. Oh God, repressed memories coming back. All right, no shit. Just because the serendipity of this. Yesterday, just flipping through the channels, I'm watching The Dark Knight. Ooh. And Batman kills three dogs at the end of the movie. What? Three Rottweilers. Now, they're working for Were the they Joker. Bad dogs? And they, they attack him, but still, um, he literally no. throws them down an elevator shaft. I've like, always been on the Joker side. Oh, but you don't know that. There may have been like a fun bounce house at the bottom of that. <laughs> no, if I'm watching it subjectively as art, Batman threw three dogs. The man that promises never to kill any person throws three dogs down a fucking elevator how shaft. Did, how did you know there was not a fun bounce house at the end of that? Because it's a... It, it, Maybe it's there was a, a bounce building, house... Uh, 
made of steak. Batman killed three dogs. Batman <laughs> killed three dogs. Yeah. I stand by it. Victor. Like, starts showing up at her place of business. And at the same time, like in some sort of threes company twist, Jake shows up outside. He's like, oh, I'm going to take you to lunch. So there's this, yeah, this weird thing where she's in the lobby with her husband while Victor's in the office sitting on the couch like, hey, I want to fuck you. And it's this weird, terrible thing. Um, And this is where you get ready to to drink for white privilege because Jake is finally leaving because she says, oh, I have a patient. I can't go to lunch. He says, we have tennis tonight at seven with Bill and Charlotte. Oh, yeah. That was, that was That's the whitest sentence ever so spoken. So fucking white. Bill and Charlotte. So, yeah, Fuck Bill them. and Charlotte. Fuck so both of them. Luckily, luckily, Victor leaves before, you know, not before ripping her stocking. Um, and oh, then yeah, Danny actually cut her? He, yeah, he scratches her. And it scratches her stocking, gives her a run, and she bleeds a little bit. It's really weird. It's Did very he, violent. Do you think that he poorly... Or badly, or badly broke his nail while just cutting. Bad her. broke his nail. Bad broke. Brad pork. <laughs> bad broke. Brad pork. Hashtag bad bad pork. <laughs> I mean, I keep Brad, Brad pork is Brad my pork. new porn name. He was in. Wasn't he in <laughs> Fought Club? <laughs> Brad pork. He was in the Animal Remake. No, yeah, it's Brad pork starring in Fuck Club, and it's a gay <laughs> porno. Oh my god! Everything about that is amazing. <laughs> Brad pork and Fuck Club. <laughs> Oh God! Let's draw posters. Okay, Brad, Brad, fuck. Pork. That's what you're Brad gonna, pork. You got you got to draw that for Brad, this episode. Brad Pork and Fuck Club. Yeah, episode, yeah. <laughs> done and done. Done and done. So, um, <laughs> I, I just keep seeing a pig in like Brad Pitt hair with like a huge. And with like and like <laughs> like that squinty Brad Pitt eyes. Yes, yes, yes. But and like that kind of like disengaged like personality. <laughs> and somehow you get it out of the picture of him fucking another pig. God damn. <laughs> Played by Ed Norton, I guess, yes. right? <laughs> no, 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 wait. It's yeah. Ed Snorton. Oh, <laughs> so bravo. Oh bravo. Brad Let's just make Pork. a whole new podcast. Let's stop. <laughs> And just move on with this. So we've got Brad Pork and Ed Snorton and Fun Club. (laughs) Was that Ed Snorton right here? He just made an appearance. Hi, Ed. (laughs) Brad Pork. Helena Bacon Carter. (laughs) And Meatloaf is already in it. Meatloaf, yeah. (laughs) He's already in the. Okay, we're way off. We're way off. Choke bang. I don't want to go back to the crew den bang. That's how we always get back to order. Choke Choke bang. bang. (laughs) Hashtag choke bang. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, anyway. Uh. So this is where there's that weird montage where <laughs> Veronica's chopping was that vegetables. Not what we just experienced that too. Was a weird montage. That was our that was our own little weird montage. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of this film is. Um, so remember how we talked about how Jake needs to get in with the governor. Getting the governor's support is going to make or break his candidacy. So and the governor is even though um, Jake is a big 
gun control guy. The governor is big into like hunting and yes. stuff. So he's yes. preparing for this hunting trip. The fact yeah. that he's invited on this hunting trip is a huge deal. He can't fuck that up. Yeah. So he practices for this trip. He actually goes on a practice hunting trip. I guess it's like a sport, you know. Um, I thought he just went to the range. Did he go? On maybe that's or? maybe that's how he practiced. Oh, I just know yeah. that he like practiced for it. But at, in this, there's this there's this scene where he's teaching uh, Lizzie how to shoot. He's showing her how to aim, foreshadowing, how to aim and shoot. Veronica's chopping vegetables, and it's oh, interspersed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know. I remember. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Inter- she's chopping. He's aiming, and then it intersperses yes. to Victor at his metal shop using a. Uh, blowtorch and like all these sparky loud toys you know i don't think they were maybe tools tools? maybe tools Tools? Um, but this is all montage it's it's sort of montage right it's kind of builds and builds and builds chop 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 and bang 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 it culminates in the daughter shooting shoots a tree but at that time i think the doorbell rings at some point this is where she gets a note from him yeah she flowers she dropped oh yeah oh but then she dropped when she when she finally shoots when lizzie finally shoots um, she, knocks, she knocks like carrots or something like, like the vegetables. whole like cutting board or something yeah falls, falls off because she's so tense because yeah. she's been being hounded by yeah. by Victor this whole time so yeah the doorbell or I don't know if the doorbell rings uh, does it ring I don't know she ends up going to the yeah, I think the doorbell rings because that's what brings her to the door and there's flowers and a note to her obviously from him that says meet me at my shop tomorrow at 6pm which I just want to say no guy has ever done for me no one's no ever, guy stalked, ever stalked talked you. to me, and it really... Actually, it's not a funny Sorry. era to make that joke anymore. Like, it used to be funny to make yeah. that joke. It's not funny anymore. Don't fucking stalk women, you fucking grossies. It's not fun. Um, she... <laughs> <laughs> to be the stalker or the stalky. Neither. Either. Either, either. Neither, neither. Ooh, I Let's don't call know. the whole thing off. All I know is Steph apparently has been on both sides of that fence. No, just the one. Uh, the stalker side. So... So she she listens to she follows his invitation. And yeah, why? Why? Well, because she confronts him. She shows up at his place and she she says she is just this violent clash and he's like I love you, I love you and he's so pathetic, it's disgusting. Um if you leave I'll kill myself. That's the fucking most toxic thing ever. And she tries to approach it logically from as a as a mental health professional. She said I'll get you help, I'll get you medication. You know, and so she leaves and she confides in Harper, who has worked with him. He was a patient of hers. Have we mentioned who Harper is? Harper is. Oh, yeah. I don't think I did. Harper was at the beginning at the at the art show when they were checking Victor out from across the room. Yeah. Harper also turns out is another psychiatrist. She's another psychiatrist and her best friend. Yeah. Yeah, She's another doctor. They are in the same profession. So she's seen this guy. She right. says, yeah, she says, she's checking him out from afar and she's like, oh shit, he used to be a patient of mine and gets embarrassed. And then she still fucks him? Okay, no. but also Harper. let's say that. No, Harper. Hang on. Let's, let's no, no. correct no, no. this. No, no. Okay. Har- okay, but they go. both see him at the art thing and then later Mira Sorvino. Oh, because, yeah, she's like. Even after Harper says, oh, this guy's a patient, patient of mine. Yeah, which I think is what. Be a violation. A complete violation. Well, not for Veronica necessarily. Yes. It wasn't. He wasn't Veronica's patient. 
He but was Har- Harper patient. mentioning to Veronica, yeah. he's my patient, is yeah. complete violation. Yeah, that's an oh, ethics yeah, violation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, it's yeah. beyond ethics. Well, I don't think exactly. Harper has a whole lot of ethics, if you yeah, know what I'm she, saying. Yeah, I, they do kind of make Harper out to super, be a wild card. She confides in Harper, and she says she had the affair, and she's like, I wish I hadn't done it. And Harper's supporting her, and she's like, well, you can't, obviously, he's unstable. You can't see him anymore. Don't take his calls, all that sort of thing. Maybe change your number. Um Veronica asks if she could see Harper's files on him to see if there's a history of aggressive behavior. And Harper is like, yeah, whatever you need. And then Veronica suggests, what if you put down in writing that he's obsessed with me and my family and has made threats to myself and Jake? Harper agrees, which is, I think, another violation. Uh, Yes, that was (laughs) my interpretation or feeling was that that was definitely a violation. However, I have to say... It was actually pretty clever, and we'll we'll, we'll find out that. why. Yeah, yeah. It sets um, it sets something yeah, up that it, maybe doesn't seem yeah. very significant at because the time. there is kind of an interesting twist. Possibly, yeah. We yeah. don't know for sure. We don't. But, but yeah. But basically, she's saying if if he does anything else, they can use Harper's files to have him committed if need be. Um, so they're that. they're straight up plotting on this motherfucker. Like, I don't want to be in the stalker's corner. Mira Sovino, to me, is the bad person in this entire movie so far. This is why I don't watch the movies. This is what makes it fun. Interesting. Hmm. I guess we'll find out, won't we? That was me zipping a little. Yeah. I like how it goes afterwards. Well, that was me throwing the key away. Oh, oh when of you course. throw things, it goes. So guess what? What? Victor befriends Jake at the shooting range. What? You you sneaky oh, bastard. Oh, my goodness. So Gracious. V- Veronica comes home to their boating dock because they have a boat now. And she shows up and, and, and Jake is like, hey, Veronica, meet my new best friend. And he's so in love with Victor. He's like, I met him at the shooting range. He, sh- he shoots so great. Like, he's such a, he's got oh, great he aim. he shoots great, all right. So Lizzie's even down there at the dock. She shows up. She's like, hey, guys, what are you doing? She's clearly taken with Victor. She thinks he's hot. So, you know, she walks in her mother's footsteps. Veronica has to pretend that she doesn't know him, uh, even though she, she bought his artwork. So she's like, oh, yeah, because he's like, haven't we met before? And she's like, oh, yeah, I bought your piece. And and. Then Jake is like, oh, you did the sculpture that's in our living room. And he's like, oh, my God, that's so great. I know. That, that, I was he's like, just, really like, famous. gobbling his knob. It's crazy, like, how into. Knob, so many knob, hashtag knob gobbles. Uh, so then Jake is even pushing Lizzie into Victor's lap. He's like, you should go to his art studio. And Veronica is silently screaming this entire time. She's like, do not, do not. Oh, my God, don't. You should suck his dick. You should, why don't you suck his dick? Why don't you suck his you dick? You mean you're a virgin? Suck his dick. You should try this. And so so later on, she's um, she's in Libby's room cleaning up her stuff. And this is where she comes across Polaroids. 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 And she shakes it like a Polaroid picture. Of her daughter. Oh, shit. Yeah. What In what state? Uh, well, the first picture she finds is is her clearly in a bra. A, a bra. bra, bra no, more these than one way. photographs, they are look they... very much like Polaroids we've seen before that were previously burned. So... 
shit, shit gets real. She's 16. Yeah, it's fucked up. So um, she she confronts Victor again. She goes, she breaks into his his place at this point. And she's like, come on, motherfucker. Come. She's got this um, whatever. What, what do you break things open with? A craw? Crawbaw? Crawbaw? Crawbaw. Stephanie's from Boston. Crawbaw. A crawbaw. I got a crawbaw. Pot the con, the Harvard Yard. Sexiest accent ever. Um, ah. <laughs> it just sounds like you're relaxing all the time when you're from Boston. Ah. <laughs> so she breaks in and she's like, come on, bitch. And there's, she. he's not there at first. And there are more Polaroids of her daughter on this table waiting for her. And, like, two more sculptures, or what are they? Statues. Statues. No, they're sculptures. Sculptures. It's, we agree, they're both. One is the same thing. A sculpture. A stature. There's no reason for that. They're the same thing. It's a homonym. But one is, I think one is supposed to be her daughter and one's supposed to be him. Because there's a male and a female. I think is what they're not, they're not in any sort of pose. They're just standing there. And so she takes this bat or a stick or something and just smashes the sculptures in slow motion too. It's amazing. Veronica smash. Veronica smash. And then Victor shows up. Also a great WB show. Veronica smash. Wasn't Veronica Mars the show? Oh, on the WB. Was it on the WB? Was that too much of a stretch? Maybe. Maybe you guys should go to yoga. Work so he's on. like behind her all like. Well, he shows up at one point and he's creepy like creepy style. Well, smoldering. he's not. Smoldering. He's not. He the thing is is he's like, what are you doing? Because he's constantly trying to come at her with quote unquote love. So she she almost she hits him in the head and he falls to the floor and he's like, just kill me, it'll be better. But she doesn't. She hesitates and she yells. She's like, I'm gonna tell my husband about you. I'm gonna tell him about you and Lizzie. Fuck off. And then she leaves. Two pieces up. Right. I don't have to do this. Yeah, exactly. So she goes home and she confronts Lizzie about these Polaroids. She's like, this is statutory rape. This is not cool. And of course, Lizzie is a typical 16-year-old girl. And she's like, you don't know, whatever. And she's like, I know, whatever. A typical 16-year-old girl that lets herself be photographed. Well, she was in, she clearly was in bed with Victor in these photographs. Yeah, but Victor is older. Yeah, she's yeah. attracted to him. So yeah, yeah they I fucked. Mean, I think that which is gross. Uh, that's, that's not typical of a sixteen. That means no. I hope that means right? Victor. That means I'm sorry. That means Veronica and her daughter are now Eskimo sisters. I think that okay. Gross. That confirms something. I always wondered what the reverse was called. Eskimo brothers, like what do girls call? Oh, Inuit, Inuit brothers. Because you're either. In both scenarios, you're in the mine igloo. Is, mine and mine and oh, I just never considered that you would consider yourself to be an igloo, like a man. I guess I never. Well, yeah, that's how you're Eskimo it. bros, because the vagina right. is well, the Eskimo, igloo. I guess I think just the dick is the igloo. Well, in I this think that case. is kind of rude. No, I agree. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I would never Thanks. say it. <laughs> yeah. I I was just joking. No, I think that's fu- fucking sexist. Don't call us. Ice and don't pretend that we're just objects Hashtag to put your dicks in. Choke bang. Choke, choke bang. bang. So, <laughs> Jay, so things are, are coming to a head. Yeah, they <laughs> Literally are. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> so Jake is going on this hunting trip and um Is it going to hunt wabbits? No, I think they hunt dirt. Uh, <laughs> 
So just, Veronica just dumb noises. Veronica's Dark. just had this confrontation with Victor and a confrontation with her daughter about Victor. And Jake's just going to go off to this hunting trip. And Veronica's freaking out. She's like, I don't want you to go on this trip. It's bad timing. I bet she really wished that the name of this movie was Discretion. Because it would have saved her a lot of trouble. That's an ill-formed joke. Oh, okay. It made sense in my head, honestly. Quite. <laughs> Quite. Fuck you. Cheers. Fuck um, you, you Eskimo brother. Um, so... She doesn't want him to leave, and so as he's leaving in this giant SUV, because that's all anybody drives in this movie, are these giant fucking SUVs. Why? Half the movie is people stopping for gas. <laughs> yeah, drink oh, wait, white have privilege. you ever noticed that the NBC tone sounds like white privilege? <laughs> Not until you just did no. it. I know, I, just just now. Now. I didn't mean to do it, and it just came out. Mm, thanks, NBC. Oh. Um... <laughs> 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 Rolling down the window. He rolls down the window and gives Veronica a nod, and she freaks out. I guess she didn't know that he was going on this trip, and I guess there's no reason why he should have gone on this trip, but suddenly he's Jake's best friend, and suddenly he's going on this trip, and she's like, oh, fuck, he's going to shoot him. So she gets in her giant SUV. I'd be more worried that he's going to fuck him. Mm, maybe. Because he already fucked the... It's true. He's just going to fuck everybody. He's going to fuck the whole family. That's why it's a good thing they don't have a dog. (laughs) So she goes out to their their hunting grounds, their hunting trip. And, of course, they've split into groups. And, of course, Jake and Victor are on the same group. And, like, one guy has asthma. So, like, they leave him behind. Oh, yeah. What was that Poor guy. He's the accountant, I guess, for the governor. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I got asthma. I got to sit down. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird, bizarre, yeah. and not related at all. Well, I think it's because they're in no. these groups of four, and the one guy's like, I'm going to stay with the accountant and let him help him breathe. And, you know, so there, there's this weird slow mo part where it's, so it's just Victor and uh, Jake walking on this bench, bench, bridge. It's on a bridge, which is basically a bench, right? It's, 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 it's a like bench a bench over water. That you can walk on that goes over water. <laughs> yeah. It's for walking instead I of I mean, sitting. if you really wanted to sit on it, you could. You yeah. could sit on it. Basically. It's basically a bench. Yeah. Sure, people it's do it all the time. It's a long bench that you can drive on. Thanks, yeah. guys. I appreciate that. Um, you're so supportive. Support um, makes the friendship go round. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so this the friendship sell this whole time Victor is or Victor <laughs> Veronica all these V's are really fucking I, me up I really I, really I have not mentioned it yet but I actually had written it down that it annoyed me you can't do just V because you don't know which V yeah, it is yeah exactly like it you got really Veronica you got Victor you got yeah. her vagina yeah you got Libby's <laughs> vagina <laughs> which I usually called Vagina de Libby <laughs> Vagina de Libby VDL. Um, oh, not VD. You know. oh, oh, God, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Right, right. Um, so she uh, she finally catches up to them. At this point, um, Victor and Jake have found a deer. They've got their shotguns trained on them. And we see the camera kind of takes uh, Victor's point of view through the scope of the shotgun. And he's looking at the deer. And then he slowly moves it because Jake's in front of him. He slowly moves the gun to where we see him aiming on the back of his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I would like to say I'm on the edge of my seat, but I'm no. too lazy I to am. get there. Yeah. I'm, too, I'm too lazy to get to the front. So she shows up, and she's like, Jake, look out! And he turns around, and he sees Victor with his shotgun aiming at him, and he's not that upset. Um, he's not really that worried about it. 
But then Lisa Kudrow shows up and it turns into Rami and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, and everybody Mary goes, Sabina was in that. Yeah, I, I actually have never seen that movie, but Ray wanted me to mention that at one point. So oh, well, felt- I'm glad that you did. <laughs> <laughs> it really added. Odd shout out. Thanks, Ray. Yeah. I had totally forgotten about it. You're like, at point. some point, I got to insert Lisa Kudrow in and there's 10 minutes left of the movie. So Insidiously here it is. inserted. Okay. Um, I invented Post-it. Also, <laughs> you know, it's from while the- we're at it. I love Janine Garofalo's part in that movie. So she she plays the goth girl in high school. Of course. And so she invents cigarettes that never go out. Oh. Like you don't have to puff on them. They just continuously burn. And she got really rich over it and her whole character in that. She was also really great in, what was it, The Truth About Cats and Dogs? (laughs) Was she? I mean, I've seen it, but. That was actually a weirdly good movie. That's like her breakout movie. It was Was weirdly like a good movie. I thought that was. Was, what about I Reality had, Bites? Yeah, I thought she was already uh, broken out. Yeah, I, I thought she was already broken out. She said out. Avion is naive, spelled backwards. That was kind of her thing that she said in but Reality Bites. But she's wrong about that. No. And then she plays Avion a heroin has addict an o in, in, it. in Wonderland. No, it doesn't. E-V-I-A-N. Are we talking about the bird? Or the no, we're talking. No. And still doesn't have an O either. <laughs> what? What? What are we talking about? Avion, the drink, the water. E-V-I-A-N. Evian. Evian. Yes. Sorry. I don't know. I thought you were talking about Avon, the makeup. Jesus Christ. Well, that's not a bird either. I know. I was was wondering. I was so bad. Why were you putting Avon? I know. I didn't know what she was fucking talking about. Sorry. I was grasping. Clearly never seen a Reality Bites. I have. I didn't actually really like it. I don't. Yeah, it's. I think it was for people just slightly older than us at the time. Yeah, so we, it's like yeah, yeah, because actually really the person I saw it with was Jay, and he loved that and Sliding Doors. Oh, I mean, I saw Sliding Doors on a plane. I, once. I just feel like those are very. You know, another movie like I saw 90s. on a plane once. <laughs> Fucking Titanic. They played Titanic on a plane. Oh, that is not a plane-worthy movie. Or, like, I mean, like, it's almost like playing alive. Like, yeah, yeah. We don't need a disaster I, film. Hi, do you remember how you were afraid of flying and you want to forget that? Here's well, we're not going to fucking do that on our boat. flight. Yeah, that crashes. Welcome to fucking Frontier. Whoa. Uh, if you've ever flown Frontier. The fact that you think there'd be a movie played on a Frontier <laughs> flight. <laughs> It's what's funny about that. Yeah, it's true. Because it is a bus in the sky. That's <laughs> true. I think that's a, that's a very screens. generous description of yeah, it. Exactly. I think basically you're on a will and you, with a wing and hope to make it. <laughs> Frontier. <laughs> um, this, this podcast sponsored by <laughs> Frontier, Frontier Airlines. We'll probably get you there. <laughs> and if we don't. Hey, hey, see somewhere new. Go fuck yourself. Your ticket yeah. was 60 bucks. It's better than a Greyhound. Yeah. How else? Better than a Greyhound? I mean, you could at least take a <laughs> shit and not everyone's going to smell it, maybe? <laughs> so, uh, there's a movie, right, that we're talking about? Wait, um, what? Yeah. Oh, what movie? right. Indiscreetly. Indiscreetly. <laughs> I bet she wishes it was discreetly at this point. You're welcome. Um, so there's this hunting trip, and Veronica has shown up. Well, I, th- I think we've already gotten to that. Former movie. lover. There's is an attempted murder. That's former where we're lover. At. Yeah, yeah, former lover. Yeah, because the bench over the water. There's a bench. So former lover is has her has his shotgun trained on her husband. Is he a former lover? 
I well, mean, once he's you more fuck, of a weekend lover. Well, whatever, flinger. I don't know, whatever you want to call him. Flinger. <laughs> I think I, I'm using lover in the, the term of, oh, you had sex with that person. Um, How many lovers have you had then? Not many, at least that I can remember. Um, <laughs> I've so heard differently. At this point, Victor, uh, so Veronica is like, I'm going to tell him the truth. And Victor's like, yeah, tell her the truth. Tell him the truth. <laughs> he's like, tell him we're in love. And Veronica's like, well, not quite. And because there's like this heated, this heated thing where she finally admits to Jake that she had sex with him. And Jake is really hurt by this. Which leads me to believe that maybe he didn't have an affair. I don't As know. He should be. Right. No, okay. <laughs> He's like, but yeah, no, he should it. be. However, there are many, 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 many people who have affairs and then can't take it when there's their partner cheats on them. True. True. I don't you know. You mean like a narcissistic person, like someone who believes they could be in office and lead right. people? Well, usually Possibly. I just call them men, but yeah. Hey. Aww. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, there's one of those in the room right now. Sort of. Oh, Steph, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, what's no, interesting I'm is kidding. Men speaking are of too. that, there's one more. They allude to that one. Well, they, don't, they directly uh, approach that earlier before Veronica shows up when they're on the, the walking bench. Um, Victor has this kind of heart to heart with Jake. He's like, hey, so did you actually sleep with your wife? Or sleep. <laughs> <laughs> did you consummate this marriage? Ja- I don't again. think Jake did. That's how we got here. Did you actually? Also, wh- where's your daughter from if you did not? <laughs> like, I'm very confused. Look, I didn't do that well in physiology. I don't know I'm where she's lie. from, but I know where she's been. <laughs> Let me try that again. Did you cheat on your wife? And then once again, he doesn't come out and say yes or no. He says, well, you know, the press likes to make things up. The media likes to lie. That's what but politicians do. They poli- never... Yeah, right. Even when you're like, right. with a quote-unquote friend. But I think that's one of the most admirable things about this movie is that you never know. If it was so black and white that he did cheat on her. Yeah. It would be easy to say, oh, her affair then was also justifiable. Because, you know, as much as we don't want to be an eye for an eye society, we are. It's easy to say, well, he did something wrong. She did something wrong. They cancel each other out. Yeah. And I will say, I know we're not there yet, but him never admitting one way or another also gives... um, a little more credence to the twist that we'll eventually get to. <gasps> Is there a twist? <gasps> of mine? I legitimately thought we were at the twist already. No. No. Oh, shit. There's another climax after this climax. <laughs> it's This so movie is climaxes. like a lady movie. Like a, like it's a like choke bang? In, it's like yeah. Inception, but with orgasms. So, well, yeah. So, yeah. When he, when Victor tries to kind of have Jake open up, um, Jake says, well, the press makes up. But then he says, I won't lie to you. I do miss my freedom. Which is, I don't know, kind of Again, alluding. it always kind of keeps you on yeah. the edge. Did you do it? Did you not do it? Did you do it? Did you not do it? So at, so there's this, there's this heated triangle of aggression, as I like to call it. Which <laughs> <laughs> also what Stephanie refers to most of her dates. Exactly, because there's usually at least three people present. Yeah, Stephanie's a lot to handle. Victor, that's true. Victor has his gun trained on Jake. Jake doesn't seem that upset by it. Veronica is 
spilling the beans that they had an affair. But Victor's trying to make it more of a thing. He's seriously delusional. And he's like, tell him, tell him that we're in love. And she's like, we're not. And then two other guys, Asthma and Protector, come running in. <laughs> Asthma and Protector. Um, they run in and they're like, what's going on? And they distract uh, Veronica and Jake. And Victor just runs off. He takes off. And we don't He's know. What He's a wily rabbit. He's a wily rabbit. Oh, but they, they have a fisticuffs beforehand. He puts the gun down and they start fighting it out. Oh, like that's true. It out. They do. He they have... fucking, Victor punches the shit out of Jake's face and gets them all bloodied up. Um, but then he, you know, he runs off when the guys show up. The guys are like, what happened to your face? And he's like, oh, Victor and I had a disagreement, but oh, there's been an accident. My mom fell. I gotta go. Bye-bye. So he takes off. So they end up back at the house and somehow. Some way. Some way. Uh, Victor ends up back at the house as well. Um, Not in a Kate Fear sort of way, though. Very much in a Kate Fear sort of way. Did, he ride, under in the, did he ride under the car? No, 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 he oh. hitchhikes. But it, it, there is a lot of Cape Fear feel to this. Yeah, now that I said that, yeah. I agree. Well, it's when like they, they got the took boat. eight movies and they're just Can like, just... threw them in a blender and then added some sex. Well, What's didn't... really weird is when Sideshow Bob shows up. <laughs> it says, the Bart, the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he speaks German. He can't be that bad. <laughs> that is a great bit. But you know what? That's incorrect because D is the female uh, version of the, but no. I, when they buy the boat, and I forgot to mention this earlier, their boat suddenly gets sunk at one point. Like oh, earlier yes. on. Oh, and you see the daughter on the phone. And she's totally talking yeah. to Victor. Like, at that and point. she thinks she. She's like, she's yes, like somebody, I don't know why I think is. It's so funny, so but my dad's boat has been sunk. And I'm like, she's fucking talking to Victor. Yeah, it's so transparent. But but Beautiful at that point in the movie, you actually. Don't know, but you do suspect. Yeah, and you are correct. And you don't. You don't actually ever f- find out confirmation that it's him. But I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's like, obvious. Like my dad's, yeah. my dad's upset because someone. He's like, "Who sinks a boat?" He's super upset about it. So there's no boat in this climax because the boat was sunk. <laughs> However, I feel like had the boat not been sunk, this would be a very Cape Fear ending. So it ends up in so. Veronica and, and uh, Jake get home. They drive home in their giant SUV. They have to stop for gas for like Did 18 times. Did they merge the two of them? I get, oh, yeah, because she drove her vehicle. Because what happened to her? Oh, I think he maybe rode in somebody else's. Oh, uh, maybe. Because they were carpooling, I guess. Mm. You know. Yeah, I don't remember. They didn't really get into the carpool logistics, but maybe they go back <laughs> they didn't hers. show the Because she's driving on the way back. So she, like, shows him the Polaroids, and he's like, you let him fuck our daughter? It's exactly how he says it in his terrible English accent or American accent. I, I, I was gonna say that it just sounds like he's from New England. Oh, but he's British and it's terrible. And he's and she's like, well, you practically shoved her into his lap or something. Um, so they get home, they burst in the door. Um, logically, Jake puts his gun on the table in the front hallway. Just I don't need that. Right I'm sure we're all fine. The glass I'm just gonna go find our daughter. Our daughter. That's hilarious. He's like, certainly this gun's not gonna come into play. Yeah, later, at all. Like Surely minutes from now, we're safe now. <laughs> um, but no, apparently um, Victor hitchhiked on the way back. Hitchhiked and found his way back home to their house. But the funniest part of the whole movie is when he walked into the yard. And stepped on one rake, hit himself in the face. <laughs> <She> went, 
I'm sorry. The Simpsons. The Simpsons it's were evergreen. really good. It's evergreen. Uh, so good. It was the, the Simpsons were really good, and you can only appreciate that if you ever watch The Simpsons. Um. So, yeah. So he. he so they're coming in. They're looking for Lizzie. And then suddenly Victor walks in later, but they don't realize it because they're looking for Lizzie. And um, Wait, the Simpsons lived on Evergreen Terrace. Oh, they fucking did, right? Yeah. I thought that's why you said that. No. I kind of did. I'm and then funny I, and then I, then I didn't even I know it. I realized you meant Evergreen as in it's always funny. It's always funny. Or always relevant. Yeah. And then. Wow. Wow, my brain's slow, though. I think I'm smarter than I realize. <laughs> You're apparently Clearly. smarter than I am. Well, we know that. But not knowingly so. Yeah, I'm like uh, Chauncey Gardner. I think I've eaten there before. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Vegan place, right? Yes. Uh, No, pasta, like Olive Garden. Oh. (laughs) Chauncey (laughs) Gardner. So, uh, anyway, yeah. So, blah, 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 blah. So, Victor gets to the house, right. Oh, yeah. And he comes to Lizzie and he's like, oh, my God, I love you. And he's like, come on, let's go. And he takes the gun and runs out to the pier. Um, and there's this confrontation on their on their dock. Um, Jake ends up getting shot. Oh, Jake. He dies. Not what? even. Yeah. Right. It was a really weird decision. And However, it makes sense later. Craziest part. A rat of unusual size just popped out of the water and ate him. Well, it's Louisiana. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so it was actually an alligator, but <laughs> but it was but wearing it, a fur coat. But it yeah. had fur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we don't alligator. know who shoots him. Though. No, no, no. Uh, Victor shoots him. Oh, okay. yeah. He because he takes the gun that but Jake fucking left on the table uh, as he's running down Jake's the yard. Jake's a ER. fucking idiot and deserves everything he I gets. Know. <laughs> I know. He's really bad plastic surgery, too. Yeah. His face looks waxy. Well, Weird and Carrie waxy. Ill, he didn't need to. I mean, I thought that's just how white guys age. Maybe, but I don't know. I'm pretty sure he got surgery. I'm aging You can usually tell. Well, yeah, he doesn't look like that. I use a moisturizer. moisturizer. Yeah. So. Not a laser. Not a laser. Yeah. Not a laser. I think it's don't scalpel. Get, don't get plastic surgery, Plus, folks. it's hard to know how old I am because I'm bald. Like I could yeah. be Terminally. A tall, I could be a tall baby, or <laughs> <laughs> that would explain the diaper you're always wearing. Yes. Well. <laughs> Do you need to go change your diaper, dude? Incontinence is part of my uh, functional addictions. <laughs> mm. It's okay. It's just part of being a woman. Apparently, is what I'm gathering from these commercials. So Victor died. Uh, no, Victor's alive. <laughs> Sorry, Jake died because of Victor. You're the worst news reporter ever. I know. This just in, Victor's alive. I mean, dead. Uh. And then you step on a rake and it's in the face. <laughs> so um, th- there's, this, there's this struggle. And so Victor takes Lizzie. He has the gun, has her in a chokehold. And, like, and is yeah. it just too much for me to ask that a guy ever feels that way about me? That he would threaten my own mother to just kidnap? Oh, wait, we already decided this isn't funny in this it's, era anymore. It's just I don't know. It's just disturbing. I mean, I just want somebody to really like me. That's not what this he. It's that's not. I what this know is we've about. already agreed. Oh, yeah. It's not a funny no. thing to talk no, about. No, it's just dis- it's just maybe you should talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> love, I would, but love never kidnaps. That's true. Okay. Yeah, it's true. Love doesn't kidnap. I think we that's all know one that. of my favorite T-shirts, actually. Yeah, that in HPV <laughs> is for two out of every three lovers. <laughs> 
great. HPV affects two out of every three lovers. It's 50%. That's why we always thought HPV was so funny. But that's not 50%. <laughs> Two out of three, seventy-five percent. I know. That's why I was laughing. It's not that high. I don't remember. I made this shirt a long time ago. HPV is for one out of every. I I have it still. Yeah. HPV is for one and two lovers. A one and two lovers. That's what we always said. It's been a while. HPV is for and it has a heart like it's you know Virginia. Yeah. But it's it's like HPV is for one out of every two lovers. I used to have a shirt that said bigotry is gay. (laughs) That's really good. It's a thinker. Oh my gosh. We found bigots yesterday. Oh, really? In Texas? No. They're a treat. I'm not joking. <laughs> Is this like a bug? I know. Like no, I'll show called you. Called a bigot? This better be good. I think they do a spelled baguette. <laughs> I don't. Did you get a piece of bread? No. They were like a Bigot. cinnamon. Bigot? Like a churro or something. B-I-G-O-T-E-S. Bigotes. Bigotes. Yeah, it's Italian. Spanish. Bigotes. Bigotes. Mexican page pastry, four count. But did you buy any? What do they look like? Well, if you scroll out, you can see what they look like. Oh, I didn't. know I could. They look like that. Apparently, you can't. Oh, yeah. Actually. I think it's supposed to be a bag. I mean, they're bigots. <laughs> we're pretty sure they're bigots. And they were only two sixty five. <laughs> Wait. Did you notice on the label here, it says mustache with sugar? <laughs> That's that How sounds like you know okay. That guy, the mustache has got to go on Instagram yeah. because post it right now. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's way weirder. All that's, right, that's like a, a, a an all male brothel, and like that's what you Guys, order. Can we talk about the time that when I was like thirteen and I was looking through my dad's no, cabinet for we cigarettes, can't, we can't actually and I came that. across a business card that oh had a no. mustache on it, and it said "mustache rides free," and I didn't know what it meant. You found this in your father's belongings. He had a mustache. Who, I just wanted cigarettes, but I found who these did weird. He give them to. I don't know. Women, oh, I'm guessing. No. I didn't find out till much later what a mustache ride was. In was real there time, more than one? Or there were several. Like He'd, a stack? Yeah, if Vistaprint existed back then, that's what he would have done. But I don't know where he got them. Yeah. It was weird. So Victor killed Jake, <laughs> so Jake wouldn't say that they actually so fucked. Victor just kills. It was weird because they think he shoots him in the gut. Oh, no, he shoots him, like, in the heart. So at this point... Victor has Lizzie in like a death grip and he's trying to take her and Victoria, Victoria, she's a new character shows up, Victoria. (laughs) She's like, Hey, I'm your neighbor. Keep it down. (laughs) 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 Uh, Veronica. Brad Pork again. (laughs) Oh, Brad Pork. Veronica. She's a psychiatrist. She knows how to talk to Victor and she's like, look, I'm sorry. Take me instead. Um, we can run off together. I love you. And he falls for it, hook, line, sinker. He's like, oh, I just, he's like crying. And she's like, I know, I'm sorry. You were right to shoot my husband in front of my daughter and me. <laughs> it was great. Um, you did the right thing. And so she finally takes the gun away from him and then hands it to, to Lizzie. And she like embraces Victor and she says, great, we're going to start a new life together. And she distracts him. Lizzie fucking shoots him shoots in the gut. The shit out of him. The literally. daughter. The daughter, Lizzie, shoots him in the gut and disables him. Basically, you're not gonna kill him with a gut shot, but you know. So then 
Veronica comes to Lizzie. She's like, it's okay. We're going to tell everybody that I shot him. It's okay. Everything's okay. So we are at a resolution here. We, we come back to these, these in, one of these interviews, the interview that we've been kind of interspersed throughout the entire movie where obviously it's modern day. And, um, you know, this whole time Veronica has been talking about forgiveness and about um, this horrific night that occurred. And now we see exactly what that was, where now everybody thinks that Veronica shot this intruder in her life. We learn that Veronica has now become a senator. She has picked up where her husband left off in his campaign, where he was brutally murdered by this man who became obsessed with her and her family, shot him, and then Veronica shot Victor, and now he's in an institution somewhere. I thought it was in prison. I, I feel I, like it seems like a prison. I feel like there there must have been. It must be an institution, so like a prison. Lizzie has to be in an institution as well. Like she, this kid has to be completely. She needs a lot of therapy. Like yeah, my mom fucked this guy, and then this guy fucks me. She and lost her virginity to guy him. Yeah, shoots my fucking dad, and then I shoot this guy. Yeah, but and nobody now knows my that. My mom. Yeah. lies. And is a senator now, which my dead dad wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. So I think I think you taking it from Lizzie's perspective kind of really hits on the end twist of this movie. Yeah. I mean, so we see Veronica going to whatever sort of institution. She leaves this interview. Or no, no, no. I, I don't know if it's live, but he's watching this interview that we've been seeing yeah. throughout the entire movie. Yeah, so we haven't really mentioned that that yeah. that this like we didn't sixty touch minutes PBS style yeah. interview is interspersed throughout the movie. So you see like segments of the movie, then you see this, and like the um, it alludes to yeah, it kind of kind of helps, but you move. don't really know what's yeah. going on. And yeah. and the interviewer says things like, "I'm really going to push you here." You know, the interviewer says. Basically, I'm not going to take it easy. I know that this is emotionally extremely painful for you, but you know your constituents deserve. Well, she never to says know. constituents. No, she doesn't. But, but yeah, but, yeah exactly. People, but but yeah. that that is what you kind of you don't know until the, at end. the end. Yeah, is that she's like, there's a lot of shit that went down. So what's up, bitch? And yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, and so, so. Yeah, so this interview is going on. He is seeing it. From yeah, Victor's whatever. watching it from his his cell. It looks like a cell. I presume that it's got to be some sort of like he's got he's under some sort of mental. You you're probably right about that because yeah. there was the whole thing about Harper having mentioned blah blah blah. Yeah, that they definitely many a time say he's mentally unstable. And the interview brings us up too. Yeah. It's like he's had yeah. a history of being and obsessed with a, your family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's two psychiatrists on board who are kind. Of con- like yeah, he's obsessed with the family because they're giving up all that pussy. Yeah, but apparently. let's move on. Well, so to yeah, the twist. so we see him watching this interview, and I, I don't know if it's just this is when it's aired or if it's live, and she should. I don't know exactly. However, he's watching, and then the the interview ends, and this uh, this guard comes up to the cell, and he's like, "You have a visitor." Obviously, it's Veronica. So you're talking, they're talking between the, the thing where you're talking in the telephone. You know, I think they call that glass. Glass. Well, you, but you're talking on a, yeah, like you can't, yeah, it's soundproof. Yeah. It's where you touch so, hands and get an orgasm. Right. Whoa. 
I've oh, clearly never that? visited anybody in jail. Are you, oh. are you talking I've about never, Midnight Express? I've never visited anyone in prison. And I actually have not either. I just always assume that's what happened. Why so, would you assume that? Because, like, you haven't touched each other in a while, and just even the thought of no. touching each other and that's hearing each other's voice. No. I don't know. I, don't I think, think, so. it, I think no. it does. Anyway, twist. So Victor's talking to her, and he says, oh, congratulations. I saw you on TV. Uh, and she's like, oh, I, I came to see how you were holding up. And he's, uh, he's like, yeah, you're going to tell those interview, those interviewers, those reporters outside that you came here to forgive me. But I know that this was all a setup. You picked me because you planned this from the beginning. Holy shit. However, Lizzie... She was the wild card. You didn't realize that that was going to come into play. So basically, he is saying that she planned to usurp her husband's yeah. senate, senatorial campaign. Like because her name. psychiatrist friend said, that motherfucker's yeah. crazy. Yeah, right. Yep. He kind oh of de- he, he kind of delineates <laughs> the whole scenario and kind of says, basic, no, he doesn't kind of, he does say, the, he goes point by point, you expected this to happen, this to happen, yeah. this to happen, me to behave this way. And then, yeah, of course, because uh, she's a really Lizzie, good psychiatrist. So I, yeah. And for the, what you what didn't I, comment was Lizzie. Yeah. I mean, I think we can all agree that we all play mind thought games. this no 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 oh. no no thought that you know lifetime movies pretty cheesy corny whatever but i have to say this was a twist that i really respected because i can say as a I person didn't see it coming. i didn't see it coming and as a person who's been hurt while in love you do kind of believe that another person the person who hurt you was being manipulative but also this woman had a real, a huge power to gain. So you're kind of like, was he really just blinded and, and maybe unstable and crazy? Or really, was she just power hungry? Was it both? And much like his, uh, Jack, Jack's, Jack, Jake. Not Jake, Jake's um, ambiguous cheating, the whole, it, it really took a twist and took the movie to a deeper level of, you don't know at the end. It's very ambiguous. You're like, actually, maybe she was that good of a well, psychiatrist. Well, you see her face when she's listening yeah. to him. And, he, and he, he even says, he's like, you knew that I would befriend your husband and he would take me on this hunting right. trip and then I would murder him. Right. And you, and you, but Lizzie throws that entire thing they, off and she, that's why she shows up. Yeah. Yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, you do see her face and it is kind of it's it does it's incredulous. Give it away. Yeah. Like it's incredulous. But you're like, is it is she be giving him a look of like, oh, my God, you're being so dumb and dramatic. And obviously I didn't plot this. Or is it more of a, oh, my God, you figured me out. I'm a little evil skink. I think like, she's turned on. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I, I think there's a lot to... Yeah. They have one it's more choke very bang. interesting Well, end. the thing is, the whole plan coming to fruition is her ultimate get-off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fuck. Long-term, man. Yeah. Long-term. Yeah. Like, is she, she just like, an evil genius? She tantric-sexed this whole fucking thing. No one knows. 
I mean, it very well could be. It's it's very plausible to believe that maybe he is still delusional and he's just a scorned lover. It's very easy to believe that, no, no. she really knew what the fuck she, she was doing. Yeah. No, she's a psychologist. You can't trust Psychiatrist. these fucking yeah. people. It doesn't an MD. It, they know psyche. how to get inside people's heads. Fuck Mira Sorvino. I'm sorry. <laughs> the moral of the story is don't have sex with anyone. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Don't let cray cray in your vajayjay right. unless you want to overtake your husband's senatorial campaign. Right, unless you and can have harness the cray cray. Yeah. To get Out everything of your you want. Your yeah. Because, I mean, she she talks about it with him on their first date when she's like, oh, I, I, I did want to get yeah. the polish. Oh, that's right. Oh, fuck. It turns out. It was a little bit more complex than you would expect. Your Way standard to go lifetime. Your standard yeah. lifetime. Yeah, nice exactly. Lifetime. All right. Bravo. I'm so uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. I, I have Facebook. Some, some hilarious photos. We're of bigots at at lifetime. No, at no. lifeline. Don't sue we'll us. Don't sue us. No. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. In no way. <laughs> At uh, Lifetime does not own us. At Lifetime Podcast. Or do they, nor do they Everywhere. And we'll soon have a Patreon so you can give us money so we can keep doing this. Or you can just send me money personally. I'll give you my address if you ask. Don't tell a story about a stalker. Quick word to all the movies that kill the dog. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I know you didn't. I know you didn't really kill the dog, but in the world, you fucking killed the dog. Me. Go fuck yourself, Cape Fear.